Hi, I'm Isabel Prosper. Welcome to the First Time Moms Beyond 35 podcast. On today's episode, you'll hear from Maria, who tried to have a child for 13 years. As you listen to her speak, you will hear how the calm, cool spirit within her keeps her faithful, strong, and full of hope. Listen to what she did when she was told that the baby in her womb might have abnormalities. Um, so today's yeah. guest is going to share with us some, uh, a lot of uh, exciting and really moving information about, you know, her, how she started her journey. Her name is Maria. Welcome, Maria. Thanks for joining um, the First Time Moms Beyond 35 podcast. Um, I'm going to start well, off by thank having you. Yes, you're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you so much. Uh, we'll start off by having you tell us a little bit about you. I want you to share anything that you'd like. Um, well, I am the oldest of four children. Um, I was raised by a single mom. Um, my third sibling, uh, well, I'm, I'm the only girl. And so I have three brothers and actually my, um, my mom had us, you know, us children very young, except for my last sibling. She had him when she was 42. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is a huge gap in, in our, in our age there. Um, uh, so it's just, it's been interesting, um, trying to, you know, like conceive and, mm-hmm. and everything. And here's my mom, you know, um, you know, giving birth, uh, well, she gave birth, oh, yeah. you know, before I got, before uh-huh. I got married. Um, so which was fine, but it was just like, oh my gosh, my mom, you know, had, had a child at 42. So like when I was trying to conceive, I was, I was still having hope that I can give birth at 42. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, well, lo and behold, that's exactly when I had yeah. my son. I had oh, one at 42. How ironic. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, but married and been married for, uh, 16 years and, um, yeah. And just love being parents, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's great. My yeah. my husband's my best friend, and um, it's amazing. Yeah, congratulations. Thank you. Um, so, if you don't mind me asking, because um, you mentioned you've been married for sixteen years, mm-hmm. um, how long were you trying to have a um, your your baby? Thirteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, since day time. yeah since day one of marriage we've mm-hmm. been trying and um so i just i don't know why i just kind of had like this this hope you know <laughs> so tell us tell us about i mean like, because that's a long time i'm sure it was uh because it would be different if you were married for you know 13 years and within that first 13 years you didn't want children but you, you're telling me that you did want children and you were trying for 13 years. Yes. Is that correct? Yes. So that's so a we, long time to be trying. Can you tell us a bit about your motherhood journey, like what you what you went through to get to this point? Yes. Um, so we went through, um, you know, we, we were trying. And of course, like any, you know, young person, newlywed, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, you don't ever think, you know, you spend most of your life trying not to get pregnant. Yeah. And then, you know, so you never thought about, oh, if I, you know, once we got pregnant, there was going to be an issue. You just mm-hmm. thought it would happen, you know, fairly easily. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it didn't. Um, so it was like, okay, it's not a problem. We're gonna, you know, just go to, you know, just kind of 
go through our options. So we did, um, we did um, IUI, so the artificial insemination, we did that twice. And it was just, it was so emotional consuming, like emotionally consuming. It, it just consumed us, you know, mentally and emotionally and, and, and just timing, you know, and, and going through that. And I couldn't imagine going through IVF and it's mm-hmm. still not being successful, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, just going through that. Um, and so that was, that was very hard. And so I decided to just take a break Mm-hmm. from the IUI and, um, you know, just going through that. And so after like a couple years, I was like, you know what, if we're still not getting pregnant, let me just, let me just set up an appointment with an IVF, um, doctor and just like, you know, fertility doctor and just kind of just a consultation for IVF. And mm-hmm. so I set that up and, lo and behold, I get pregnant literally three days before my, or I'm sorry, I found out, uh, the day before my, my consultation. Oh, interesting. Um, Beautiful. What are, I mean, that's such joy. (laughs) Like (laughs) you didn't even get to the stage of, of having to do any tests. No, not at, at that point. Um, I, well, I, when I found out that I was pregnant, you know, um, I had taken just, you know, the home test and whatnot. And, I, that's when I found out I was pregnant. And so I called, um, you know, the, the doctor and said, you know, I'm pregnant. I don't need you guys, you know? So awesome. Like, so yeah, because if you, I mean, typically when you see the fertility specialist, there's a a ton of tests that they do. Mm -hmm. And then they even will possibly do an HSG to make Mm -hmm. sure the fallopian tubes are open and everything. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And so you just had to, you, you, by the grace of God, you, you didn't have to do any of that. No, I didn't. And not at that point. Um, I didn't. Um, later on, I did. Uh, so after after I called and canceled, I actually had um, miscarried like a few weeks later. And um, I, you know, I was I was actually not so I wasn't so upset. Mm-hmm. I actually I actually took that as. That was a, that was a message. Like mm-hmm. God was telling me, be patient. You don't need IVF. Be patient, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I heard it that way. And I said, okay, you know what? I'm not going to go through IVF. I just wasn't spiritually ready to do IVF. I'm not, you know, I'm not against it at all or anything. I just mm-hmm. wasn't really ready for that. Um, <laughs> I felt like, you know, God was leading me. And so I just waited and, you know, had a couple um, learned that, see, I have endometriosis. So that just made things mm-hmm. a lot worse and found out that my tubes were not closed, but they, you know, like completely, but they were closed enough to, to make, you know, a difference and make an impact. An impact. So, um, so, but I didn't have to have any like, you know, uh, surgery to have them okay. reopened or anything okay. like that. Um, so I did, you know, so just going through that and, and I, um, ended up, you know, having a couple more miscarriages and I, at this point, everyone around me is getting pregnant, you know, young mm-hmm. and old. And mm-hmm. I was like, you know, at that point I'm trying to like, I'm getting upset. Like, you know, they're just people out there that are having 12 kids mm-hmm. 
want one. And I would start getting upset. And I'd be just like, Maria, that's their journey. This is mm-hmm. your journey. There's two different journeys for whatever reason you have to be mm-hmm. on this journey, you know? So, um, so that's where I kind of like just checked myself. Like, okay, I can't be bitter that way. I can't, you know, like look at everybody else's journey for whatever reason, this is my journey and I need to like walk it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so I just, yeah, I just kept on um, just, we just, tr- you know, tried, but not tried until, um, and then I had actually had, um, miscarried, um, a month before I conceived my son. It was, I, matter of fact, I didn't even get a period. And like, after I had miscarried, um, um, the, the month before I conceived, um, my son. I didn't even have, I didn't even have my period or anything. I just, happen to have these mm-hmm. weird weird dreams and I'm like oh my gosh what is the where are these weird random dreams or I'm mm-hmm. like I wonder if I'm pregnant so I, I took a test and sure enough I was pregnant and mm-hmm. my exact thoughts were here we go again I like I couldn't even be happy about it mm-hmm. I couldn't because I'm just like I'm gonna miscarry I'm just gonna miscarry like you know so yeah. <laughs> um but uh I ended up you know we the first time, oh my gosh, when I, I, instead of doing the whole, oh, I'm pregnant, I'll go to the doctor's office and they tell mm-hmm. me about the next steps of this mm-hmm. pregnancy and da, 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 and then to get the ultrasound and find out there's no heartbeat. I, this time I said, can we do, do an ultrasound before I, I go through all of that? Can we do an ultrasound to see if this preg- pregnancy is viable? Mm-hmm. So my, my um, doctor said, yeah. So we did the test and you know, they did the normal, okay, here's the sack. And I'm yeah. like, this is exactly where they're going to tell me there's no heartbeat. You know, mm-hmm. I've just been through this and the heartbeat and she's like, oh, and there's the heart. What a blessing. Now, and, and um, <laughs> oh, I can feel, I that can was feel, most, I can feel you right now. Yeah. It is an emotional. It was experience. the most beautiful. beautiful. It, it is. It's just the most beautiful thing mm-hmm. I've ever mm-hmm. heard in my entire life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Congratulations. Um, yes. Thank you. Yeah. Just, just that. It was just. Mm-hmm. It, Tell me life was there and and it was a beautiful thing. I I cried oh. so hard that the entire doctor office like was like, oh my god, is she okay? <laughs> oh. Nurse, oh boy, the poor nurse. She's like, oh my god, are, are you is she okay? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm sure that was the, the most memorable experience and unforgettable experience that yes. should be. And you had earned it. Yes. Um yes. And 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 you know, you talked a lot about. Um, you brought up the spiritual side of this and I'm, I'd like to, to dig into that a little bit more because, you know, did you ever do um, anything spiritual leading up to this that even caused you to have these dreams? Like I have an episode where I speak to um, a lady named Julie Chang and she helps uh, those trying to conceive to call into their baby spiritually before they're even conceived. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the way that you're speaking to me now, I feel like um, subconsciously, you, that's what, exactly what you were doing. You know, um, and I say I that, have, because, I say that yeah. because you said, you said that when you, um, 
you weren't spiritually ready for IVF. And then you also mentioned that um, you were having all these dreams and you went ahead and did the pregnancy test and you saw that you were pregnant. So, I mean, ha- having those dreams is also, a, a, it's, a, it's a really spiritual experience that was some, was something was communicating to you that, like whether it's the universe or God, communicating to you that life is coming. I, you know, I have no idea. Dreams were so random. They just made no sense whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never, I've never had dreams like this before. Made no sense mm-hmm. whatsoever. I'm like, okay, something is, something is going on, and um, yeah, I, I don't know, but I know that. When he came to me, I I was was beside myself. Um, you know, um, so going through the going, you know, just I was I was just very hesitant through the whole process of, um, you know, just going through like you know the testing and everything. I was just like, oh my god, is this is this gonna last? Is this gonna last? Mm-hmm. I was just so so scared and um you know at everything i was you know because of my age and my history i was getting like getting a lot of ultrasounds taken and everything seemed fine everything was fine and and everything that i, I, I at 12 weeks i went and took you know that the normal um test that you know tests like any anomalies or mm-hmm. you know issues mm-hmm. that might up and so i took that and and <clears throat> I had, um, like later that week, I had allowed myself to go to the store and just buy like a couple things like for the baby. That that was the first time I had allowed myself to do that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this, this pregnancy is good. I think, you know, we're, we're, you know, out of the first trimester. Let me just go and just get a couple things, you know, and lo and behold, after I came back, I got a a call from the doctor's office and they said that I had a 99% chance that the baby had trisomy 18 mm-hmm. and that the baby most likely is not going to survive. And after that, I tuned her out. I, I was like, my world just shrank and I couldn't really hear anything she was saying and she was saying that you know you it you know the baby will have physical um, defects, severe physical de- defects, and that you know either the baby's going to die in utero, and you'll you know give birth stillborn, um, or the baby's going to die soon after you mm-hmm. know, it was born. And I called my best friend. I told her like the little bit of words that I heard, and mm-hmm. she. She did research and she's trying to tell me what it is. And I still just, I, and I cried. I cried so hard. I, I never thought anyone could cry. It was like mm-hmm. one of those cries from the soul. Mm-hmm. Like, like everything looked different. The tree looked different. The sky looked different. Everything mm-hmm. looked different from that. And I was so mad and I was so mad at God. And I was like, listen, like, why did you mm-hmm. just to take it away? Why did you give mm-hmm. this just to take like this is this is not fair it's not fair mm-hmm. to me mm-hmm. I was just angry at that and I sat in bed all day 
this happened on a Friday, a Friday evening. So I sat, I uh, slept in bed all day the next day on a Saturday and I cried and I looked online for more information for any inspirational stories, mm-hmm. what in for. And I said, by the end of Saturday night, I was like, you know what, Maria, you can't be mad. Believing, you have always believed in God's plan. You have mm-hmm. always believed in God's plan. Mm-hmm. Don't let this be any, you know. And I said, okay, okay. The next day, I went to church. I walked in there, and I sat in the back row, and I just cried. And I said, God, mm-hmm. that's fine. If this is my journey, that's fine but you need to walk with me because I cannot do this alone. Mm -hmm. I do not have to. Mm -hmm. I can't can't do this alone. You have to walk with me. And I will walk this path that you set before me. Mm -hmm. And I said, um, and I walked out of there. And, you know, I went through the, you know, I went to the specialty, you know, the doctor and, and had a con- consultation with them. And, and they said, uh, yeah, we usually have, you know, one or two people a year where this, you know, this diagnosis is wrong. And we've mm-hmm. already had one person. I was like, excuse me? I'm like, well, I'm going to be the second. Like, yeah, just yeah. <laughs> Right on. I'm just, I'm just so stubborn like that, and I'm like, "This okay? I'm gonna be the second, you know." And like, you know, and I was just so mad at him for saying that. Um, that doctor ended up not being my my doctor. Yeah. Uh, thank God. But so went through the amniocentesis. Um, well, because I was only um 14 weeks at that point, um, the best test to take was the amniocentesis, but you have to be 16 weeks or, or more in order to mm-hmm. take that test. But that test was the most conclusive. So I'm like, well, I don't, I don't, I'm like, yeah, I'd like to take a test now to find out. I said, but I'd rather wait and make sure, yeah. you know, and, and mm-hmm. have the results conclusive and not be like still unknown, you know, well, mm-hmm. it could be this or that, you mm-hmm. know? So I'm like, I'll just wait for the amniocentesis. So my my test, um, they scheduled it um, for, it was just before Mother's Day. And I said, you know, it's, if this is the only Mother's Day that I am going to have with child, like, I'd like to celebrate it as if nothing's going to happen. I said, so can we, can we have the test after? Can we schedule the test for after Mother's Day? They said, sure, no problem. Oh, good. Um, Wife. Yeah. So I had them schedule the test for after Mother's Day so I can celebrate Mother's mm-hmm. Day. Good for you. With my dad. Mm-hmm. And so in that time, in, in that three weeks, I, I said, you know what? I said, if if he's not going to be, or if it's not going to be with me, I am going to teach it love Mm-hmm. We're going to teach it our love. We're going to teach, let it know about God, mm-hmm. you know, and I pray to God that if he's going to take my child to just please teach him about us, tell us, tell him about us, mm-hmm. you know, and 
let him see and feel our love. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I just, I really just took that time just, just to really just, you know, sit and listen and, and just let God be with us and, and my family. And, and then Mother's Day came and I went to church alone and I said, I just prayed you know, for my child, I prayed for me, I prayed, and I didn't pray, oh, let the test come back. I didn't mm-hmm. pray, like, let mm-hmm. the test come back negative. I didn't pray that. I prayed that God would give me the strength to walk this path, and that God would give me the strength it, the, the to continue and not, you know, with life and not be bitter or anything, and just to see that this was a blessing. That's mm-hmm. what I prayed. That's good. That's a perfect prayer. Because that is showing that you trust. You're trusting whatever God has designed for you. Because it is done. It is finished, right? God has finished already your story. We just don't know what it is. He's finished my story. I don't know what it is. But I accept it because I know that his story is the perfect story for me. Mm -hmm. And it's the same for you. And that's exactly how you prayed. I love it. That's excellent. I, I said, hey, I can't, you know. So I, and, and, and I actually walked to, um, I walked to a prayer, you know, there's like a prayer team in the back and, and I'm like, you know what, this, <laughs> I thought than me, I'm like, I'm going to mm-hmm. need the professionals to pray, <laughs> to pray I was gonna, over Yeah, me. I was going to ask you if you had a group prayer, <laughs> um, pray over you. That's, that's great. Okay. No, at that point I didn't. I didn't. But that, oh, that Mother's okay. Day, I, I, you know, at on Mother's Day, I said, I this is bigger than me. I need some professionals to pray over. Yeah, us. I call them prayer and, warriors. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. I needed the prayer warriors, and uh, so I had walked. Um, I had walked to the back, and you know, I I went to this one this one woman I've I didn't know her or anything and I kept telling myself keep it together keep it together because mm-hmm. like she's gonna ask me like what can she pray for you know and mm-hmm. as soon as she did that I just started crying and bawling I mean I talk an ugly cry snot running down my face it is and I just couldn't get it out of my out of my you know the words out of my mouth and so I finally got it out of my mouth and she was like oh my god you know she's like sure so she prayed over me prayed over me prayed over me and I just sat there and cried 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 and she just prayed over me so she after the prayer she said you know I really want to know what happens after the test and she's like can you please contact me and Mm -hmm. let me know I said, sure. You know, she gave me her contact card. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I didn't know this woman. I didn't know anything about her. Mm-hmm. Her contact card, she did baby announcements. How That's what she did for a living amazing. was baby announcements. Yes. You couldn't have gone to not- a, a better mm-hmm. person. You know what I mean? Like, you have to choose one. Like, it's so amazing that that happens to be the person that you walk to to have prayer with. Yeah. Yes. That's God. And that's, when that's a sign. I, that's God. When, yeah. That's exactly when I saw, when I saw that card that she made baby announcements and I saw that card, yeah. I knew everything was going to be okay. That yes, was God yeah. speaking. Yeah. Yes. That was him telling me, mm-hmm. you're going to have a baby. 
That was mm-hmm. And I had peace after that. I took the test. Everything looked fine. And, um, and he came back normal, normal and healthy mm-hmm. as a baby. God. And, oh, Mm-hmm. So I was just, I mean, I, this little boy knows of God's love. When you ask him, how much, how much does mommy love you? He will tell you God's size love because that's Aww, how much I love him. So sweet. <laughs> he will tell you God's size love. Oh, so good. Yeah. So good. And uh, it's, it, he, you know. I don't, I trusted in God's journey. I trusted God would be with Mm -hmm. me and, Mm -hmm. you know, and no one's going to be able to take that away from me because that was Mm -hmm. journey Mm -hmm. and conceiving. And uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Just your, your, I would love to have a second, but it's in God's hands. It's in God's hands. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is in God's oh, yeah. hands. And walking the life that God has called you to have um, is one that we should all uh, witness or, or hear about and, and know about and lean on. Because, again, when just think, thinking about you being okay with whatever God has decided. And, and in the end, you know, God has given you that blessing on on his time, which is the right time. And it'll be the same for whatever the next phase of life is going to be for you and your family. Uh, I feel your faith and I'm, I'm with you and you are so strong. Um, oh, I'm wondering man. as a last point, if you can tell us what you. you think, what do you think every time mom beyond 35, what do you think that she needs to know? I think um, just trust in your journey. You know, you're not alone. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're definitely a, com- a community. And we're all connected by the same energy. You know, we're there's unfortunately so many of us that's on this journey. And, um, you know, you're just, you're not alone. And just trust. I think that's the most important thing is to trust mm-hmm. the you're in, no matter how positive it is or, or negative and just, and listen, you know, just sit still. And sometimes the answers will come to you. Sometimes what you need to hear comes to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, yeah, I think that's what it is. And I think that's just the hardest thing for anyone who's, wanting to be a mom who's, you know, you know, or is just having trouble being, um, you know, just yes. yeah. it's hard to do, you know, mm-hmm. the, after the baby is born. Yeah. That's, that's hard being a mom, especially a first time mom, but it, it does that, I, I got to tell you that this right now being a new mom is such a cakewalk <laughs> compared mm-hmm. to what I had to mm-hmm. in- before I got here. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I can tell you, like, after having my, after 
trying for 13 years and after going through the the difficult pregnancy that I did I love this little boy so much mm-hmm. and it's 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 amazing mm-hmm. you know? mm-hmm. and it's like you know and I I thank God every day for him and I said I'm going to love him and I'm going to protect him and I am going to show him God's love Every day that I can. Yes. That's good. Because each day is precious. Uh, each day. And the gift. And the yes. Gift. Yes. Yes. And so just, just trust. Trust in your journey. That's good. I needed to hear that today too. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, can you uh, perhaps let us know if you are open to sharing uh, your contact? If anyone wants to reach out to you, is there a way that they connect, connect with you? If, for example, Facebook or Instagram? Um, Facebook, yes, or emails, yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, okay, so I can include that in the liner notes. Um, I, I can, I can put a link for your Facebook. If okay. That helps. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. That would be great. Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Maria, for being here. You are such a light, and as you shared your story with us, you had me moving in so many ways. So um, much love to you, love and light, and looking forward to staying in touch. I'm so happy to have you as part of my network. And um, yeah, I I can't thank you enough. Thanks for being here today. If this segment touched you in any way, please, please share this with a friend and come back next week for another episode of the First Time Moms Beyond 35 podcast. Check out the liner notes of this episode for more information on how to connect with Maria. You can follow this podcast on IG on Instagram at First Time Moms Beyond 35. Again, thank you for being here. First Time Moms Beyond 35, we got this.